good, everybody? This is the Spawn of Me Podcast, episode 214. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. I am joined this week and every week with my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the man who makes all of his voice discord business look good. It is Cicero Holmes. How are you doing, Cicero? Uh, yeah, I'm doing well. I make my voice discords look good. Uh, or I should say... I be articulating. You be, you be articulating? <laughs> what the hell is that shit? That what is was... that is uh, some pirate talk from last week. So that was uh, that was madness. I don't know what that was. That was really scary. Actually, don't ever do that again. Oh my god! And joining us as usual, the man who makes science look good. The man who makes mini froze look good. The man who makes dope shirts look good. And also the man who makes condensation within his camera look good. It is it is Sheree Jackson of SheeriJackson.com. How are you doing, sir? That's right. In my pre-show antics, I, I basically showed the whole water cycle. Uh, <laughs> water ra- coming down as rain, you know, evaporating. It was all, all on my camera. It was pretty uh, good. But I fixed it, and now I'm looking all crystal clean and smooth. Smooth. Know? So it's smooth. all good. Smooth. And if you uh, if you wanted to see all that goodness, go join our Patreon. You can see all that behind-the-scenes stuff <laughs> at <laughs> patreon.com slash spawnomi. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at spawnomi and also on Facebook over there and Instagram at spawnomi podcast as well. So make sure you go over there, follow us on all those channels so that we can hang out with you. And our Discord you need to be up in there. Uh, we'll be sending out links to that stuff through our social channels as well. But uh, we are missing our Duchess of Diversity. She is at another conference. She is in another castle as we speak, uh, doing her thing as per usual. Tanya DePass uh, will be back with us very, very shortly. Um, how's everybody's week's been? Has everybody been pretty good? Uh, everybody's been chilling and getting things done. Reef, how are you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm, I'm doing especially well because... C and I just finished getting trekked out uh, by talking about some uh, Star Trek Discovery, which has definitely, definitely been one of my favorite shows of, of the uh, past couple months. So I'm in full nerdy sci-fi uh, <laughs> state of mind right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, how's everything going on your end? Uh, hey, man, your 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 boy's your boy's kind of busy today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your boy is. Uh, so uh, earlier today, um, I was on uh, the download podcast with uh, Jason Snell. Shout out to uh, those guys and and uh, Relay FM. And uh, then later on, uh, I was on the Discovery Debrief show that I do with uh, Chris Clow and Rachel Clow and Zaki Hassan. And of course, where, where can people find only- that? You got to plug it. Oh yeah, uh, you can go to DSC at DSC Debrief on Twitter. Uh, and check out uh, the latest episode and all of the previous episodes. If you have been watching uh, Star Trek Discovery and you need uh, a show to kind of talk about the things that you see, please go to Discovery Debrief. I think we've got one of the best shows around. And uh, yeah, so I was uh, we were doing our season one recap a little bit late, but uh, it was important to be able to get our brother here, uh, the my brolic brother from Milwaukee. Um the tutorer and substitute teacher and adjunct professor extraordinaire, Mr. Sharif Jackson, on the show to do our two-parter Discovery Debrief Season 1 recap. Uh, so I did that earlier today. We're now doing Spawn on Me, and we'll be doing Spawn on Me after dark. So that is one, two, three, four podcasts today for ah, your boy. Ah, 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 four yes, shows. Yes. Ah, ah, ah. yes. Nicely done. Nicely done. Um, I've just returned from GDC week. Uh, coming back, thank you both for holding down the, the, the fort, holding down the ship for the past couple of weeks. Did a phenomenal job as per usual. And again, thank you to everyone out there who's been listening and sharing our good words and good works with everyone. We had a really good week in terms of numbers. We were at, uh, last time I checked, we were at 148 in all of the gaming podcasts on on iTunes, which is ridiculous and dope. Uh, and we are also in the top 20 uh, on the other games category. So Chicago is moving. Uh, and I got to give a big shout out to, to uh, 
Greg Miller and the folks over at Kind of Funny and Andrea Renee and the rest of the crew at What's Good Games uh, for, for having me and uh, sharing the good love and definitely the folks at Blacks and Gaming uh, for the Xbox love uh, at the Fireside Chats there uh, during GDC week. It's been, it was a good week uh, for the show and it was a damn good week uh, for us numbers wise. And again, thank you to everybody in podcast land and in Twitch land for supporting us and, and sharing us and giving us love uh, throughout the week. So um, we have a pretty good show this week. Uh, we have a lot of stuff to dig into. I know that um, the game of the moment right now is f- is not Fortnite. I was going to say Fortnite is Far Cry Five. <laughs> uh, it is the game of the moment. Uh, Fortnite is, is definitely, definitely that. Uh, Far Cry Five is like burning up the charts in lots of ways and in lots of other ways. Uh, people are not excited and not happy about it. Um, there was a really good article that came out. It was on Polygon and it talked a little bit about. Um, the idea of it kind of uh, fence-sitting a lot uh, in terms of its narrative and how that is not going to necessarily give folks what they were hoping for when all the kind of pre-game press went out. Um, I'm really curious to to hear both of your thoughts about, uh, you know, how the game has been received by you uh, and and what you've kind of been playing inside the game, if you've been playing it at all. Um, Who wants to go first? Uh, Raise your hand if you're sure. Uh, Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, I played a couple hours of Far Cry. Um, you know, as I've said on this uh, show numerous times, I felt like given the narrative that they were pushing with the early marketing, I don't think they've done it as much later, but in the early marketing of really diving into the psyche of sort of re- religious ex- e- extreme like behavior, cults and like that kind of stuff, and having the timing of it kind of dropping in this political environment um i was of the mind that i was hoping that they weren't just throwing these ideas out there and not really treating them the way that they should be treated and they would just be the backdrop to you know to shooting people in the face um i don't know if i'm far enough to say if it fully succeeds on that or not i know that the current narrative that i've read in a lot of reviews and heard on podcasts is that it does tend to hedge itself and not really make a stance on things. Right. Um, so far, I think early enough, I'm not feeling that yet. Um, I'm still fair, really early, like the multiplayer modes or whatever just got unlocked. So if you've played, that should give you sort of an idea of where I am. I don't want to get too much into more than that. But um, so far, I think that the characters that I've met have been great. Um, I think that the voice acting is a little... no. The voice acting is good. It's the mapping to the actual characters, which is a little weird. And I am so spoiled by Naughty Dog games um, <laughs> because there's some voice acting that's really good and really emotional and really like there's people screaming or crying and they just have the same look on their face as if they're just talking in a in a baritone, you know, yeah. and, and their jaw moves the same way. So it just it just feels weird and it totally disconnects me out the game. Um but so far, my I've had interactions with the father and um, one other uh, w- one other of the main three um, sort of leaders of the uh, different areas of the map, um, and I think th- those interactions have been great. I thought that the intro. I know that I asked Kyle like last time if he thought the intro would sort of hook people, um, and I definitely think that it, it definitely hooked me. Um, definitely going to continue to uh, play it. I think from a gameplay perspective, it's a really tight Far Cry game. I mean, the weapons feel better than maybe any Far Cry game I remember playing. And mm-hmm. I don't have my hands on them all, but but just like the sniper and the bow and arrow, which tend to be what I default to in these kinds of games because I'm mostly like a stealth player, I think feel really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and also sneaking up and meleeing people actually kind of feels better than it does in a lot of games where it feel in most games it feels like that like you're just kind of tapping them and they like fly across like the screen i kind mm-hmm. of it it feels a little more violent and intense um which which it should um so all no i'm super positive on the game i i i mean i i am hoping that my experience with it doesn't leave me feeling that the story wasn't properly serviced um but 
as of this point, I can't say for my own experience. So I'm, I'm going to give it a, a thumbs up right now. And like I would say, definitely check it out. Nice. Uh, see, what are your thoughts on the game? Have you had a chance to kind of dig into it and play it at all? So I am pretty apathetic about the game uh, because <laughs> I have not played. Um, so and uh, the reason I have not played is because while everyone, while all of the air is being sucked up by Far Cry 5, um, I have been diving into a couple of other games that have uh, that also released around the same time, uh, one of which is No Way Out. Uh, oh, by, right. By EA. And and so and to in all fairness, I have yet to play. I've watched a couple of videos. I am eagerly awaiting the, the chance to play that game. Uh, the difficulty in playing that game is, of course, you can only play the game co-op. Uh, so you have to have someone with you who is ready and dedicated to uh, to play the game. And my intention is to stream it. So I need to have some time set aside that I can actually sit down and stream it. Uh, the great thing about that game is if you buy a copy of that game, excuse me, if you buy a copy of that game, it comes with a token that you can give to someone else that will allow them to play the game with you. Um, no. They don't need to purchase a copy of the game. Uh, they can just play along with you. Now, I don't know if that is a one-use token, meaning you give it to a friend and that friend has to play and finish the game with you, or if it's uh, once per use where you know I can play half of the game with one person and, and then play the other half of the game with someone else. Um, so uh, you know I, I'm eagerly awaiting the, the opportunity to, to check that out. The other game that I've been playing uh, that also released last week is Let's Play Ball. It is MLB The Show 18. Nice. Uh, and uh, I'm really, really having a blast with that game. I, you know, I love that series. Uh, shout out to Ramon Russell. Holla at your boys out here. Uh, when are we going to have you coming to Bracago? Seriously. Um, we yeah, got to get, get him on the show. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, also shout out to the Yankees. Giancarlo Stanton, two home runs today. Derek Jeter, thank you very Wait, much. Wait, the Yankees? Get off the show. Yeah. Well, shut your mouth. You're from the Bronx. Stop it. Stop. Stop. Anyway. Get out of here. Um, I digress. But but uh, <laughs> but the, that game is great. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with the road to the show. Uh, when we get a chance to actually talk about this, I don't want to take uh, take a lot of time away from Far Cry 5. When we do get a chance to talk a lot about this game, um, I'll have a lot to say about it. Um, I think it's really, really great. And if you guys enjoy America's pastime and you also enjoy video games, you are doing yourself a disservice if you do not own the premier baseball game, baseball simulation in all of uh, video game console, video game sports, since Agreed. it's the only one. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. One one thing about Far Cry as well is you know I'm I'm playing it on the PC and I think this and Assassin's Creed are the first PC games that let me know that my um, now seven year old processor uh, can't do the sixty frames anymore. Um, my, like my graphics card is good, like my RAM's good. But I've, I've been riding that processor for a long time and and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know it's 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 an i seven, you know it's it's but 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 it's not the right kind of i seven. Yeah. So so um, games are on the PC are definitely getting a lot more demanding, um, um, and while I would argue that that means that it's not well optimized, yeah. because I should be able to, for example, drop everything to low settings and get sixty if I want, but these games are made so that because they're CPU bound, you know I. I basically get no difference whether I drop the details and or like turn them up the max. Um, so might need a CPU upgrade in the ne in the near future if I really want to play these games like I want to, which is usually 1080 60. So yeah, that's it. I mean, that's the hard part, right? It's like trying to make sure that you have the, the hardware that you want to be able to run things in the way that you want to, while also trying to make sure that your machine doesn't fry <laughs> and all that stuff at the same time. You don't burn out the parts that you really got in there. Um, I've been playing a bunch of Far Cry from time of the preview event until we got uh, review copies. Um, it, the game feels really good. Uh, I f the story is not necessarily hooking me. Um, it feels very throwaway so far. 
Um, and that to me has felt a little bit um, disappointing uh, where I want this really enigmatic uh, and charismatic uh, cult leader to, to really go all out and be really mean and really terrible. And I haven't gotten fully deep into to, to too far uh, in some parts of the game where we've actually had like interactions yet. I've kind of been on the side of the map where it's his brother, the one who is like the uh, the kind of uh, church leader. Uh, part of the the the, the crew because there's basically th- there's like four factions basically it's like the the military brother who's like the militia dude there's like the the church dude and then there's like the the daughter uh, the the sister who is I don't know what her actual like archetype is supposed to be besides like she's the drug maiden yeah she's who, the like, drug lady. <laughs> she's like the drug lady she's like the the siren basically with bliss um. So it's been weird seeing all that play out, but the the day, the moment to moment stuff. If you got a chance to watch our stream with uh, myself and Tanya, those things again, the Far Cry series is nailing. It's like the the weird wacky things come out of the bushes to try to stab and kill you. Uh, animals are doing animal things and trying to eat your face. Uh, you flying around and doing all this stuff with with helicopters and and wingsuits and and all this other stuff. Those parts feel good. The the, the shooting feels really good. The animations on this game are really great. Um, like hit detection stuff, or when you get shot, or when uh, enemies get shot. That stuff is fantastic, right? Um, but so far, all the things besides those first initial moments, everything else is kind of falling pretty flat, and that that part hmm. is really worrisome. Like there's one moment where you go and hang out or you get captured by this isn't really a spoiler. Uh, you get captured by the, uh, the church dude and he has this like mini monologue and has this discussion and stuff. And that part was cool. Like that part brought out that character, um, and made him feel fairly real. Uh, but I feel like I got a little bit cheated after hearing all the cool stuff that our friends over at Gamertag radio were doing. Uh, with their with their uh, kind of mini series that they did, uh, they did like a kind of mini radio tale, which was fantastic. Definitely check out that stuff uh, from our folks over at Gamertag Radio. But that stuff right now feels like it's better than the stuff I'm getting in the game, and that's a little bit disappointing. Um, so yeah, it's it's feeling good. Uh, it, it feels like I I still want to play more of it. That's definitely a part of the case. I, I definitely want to continue it and finish it. Um, but I'm, I'm wondering, and after hearing all the stuff that everyone's saying, uh, Austin Walker's review and Ben Kuchera's, um, take on it, which is the one that we're referencing. Um, I, I do feel like they probably fence at a lot and you're not going to have all the things you actually wanted. Um, yeah. And like, I'm trying not to let that drive too much my experience. Cause I don't want to go in with that colored. Right. Um, I will say on a positive way, I was a little worried that the world wouldn't feel, I guess, like America, like if you, you know, I know America Alpha has a variety of topographies and that kind of stuff, but I was worried that it would feel exactly like the other games. But I can say that I think the world in terms of the layouts and sort of, especially in like some of the more like mountainous regions where you're hunting for like animals and like stuff, it does feel different than the other Far Cry games, which I'm very happy about. That's true. Because um, I definitely was like worried. I'd be like, oh, okay, this is going to feel just like three. You know, like uh, you're on an island. It's going to feel right. exactly like that. Um, so I'm I'm happy about that. Just seeing like the I don't know the barns and like just like just like the way that the hills slope and stuff like that. It it feels very different. Yeah. Um, and you know, I've 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 I've, I've been getting at some bears. They getting at some uh, <laughs> drug addicted bears. Drug addicted Yo, bears. Yeah. The, the wildlife in this game. I got I got caught up by a um, a wolverine. Like a wolverine just rolled out of the out of the woods and tried to fuck me up. And because it, <laughs> it's like the weird thing is like it's small enough that you don't know where you're about to get eaten from until it's already like eating at your legs. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, there's no way for me to figure out where this thing is besides hearing this really terrible noise. It's like, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is this around me trying to kill me? So it's it's rough. It's super weird. So. uh the one thing that I have seen about uh, the Far Cry, I've I've almost seen literally no 
story based or uh, side side quest based uh, gameplay. But what I have seen is what people are doing in the Far Cry Five arcade. Yeah, um, and, and specifically the recreating the the recreation of other popular games and other popular uh, games levels um, in in the Far Cry game, and and it's it always amazes me the creativity and the speed with which people are able to do the things that they're able to do within these games. Um, and it's one of the things that brings me joy and, and uh, that I love about, uh, you know, gaming in and of itself. And, and the thing that gets me excited for uh, everybody watch uh car perk up when I say this for dreams, um, you know, that's, that's, that is the thing that, you know, gets me really excited about dreams is not because I'm going to make any of that stuff, but because I'll be able to view some of that stuff and, and, you know, in certain cases, be able to, uh, immerse myself in the worlds that these, that these really, really talented people and imaginative people are able to create. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's, what's great about Minecraft, Mario maker, little big planet, all that stuff. Like it's, it's. People are super creative. I can say there's a bunch of crappy versions of Nuketown from Call of Duty already <laughs> out there. There's a lot of them. Right. Um, I'm just waiting for somebody because I don't have the time. But somebody, if you could make Deck 16 from Unreal Tournament and Far Cry Arcade, I would be very happy. <laughs> and I would give you a high five. Agreed, agreed with that. Like those are Those are the small things that when you see it, you're just like, well, how, you know. Where where did you figure out how to pull that together so that you had that in your brain to make that happen? And it's great when people can figure out how to you know how to use the systems that Ubisoft is is putting in, and hopefully what Media Molecule is going to be able to put in with their game because it's going to be real dope once it happens. Um, I did I did get a chance to mess around with the editor a little bit, and um, I, I tried to make this um, this four pillar map where uh, you have. The four buildings are surrounding this one mini spot in the middle where there's a helicopter. So you want all four people to basically have to like try to vie for the helicopter to try to kill everybody else. And if you get the helicopter first, then you're going to do all the, do the most damage. Uh, it, it took a long time to get that map to look decent. Um, so I, I feel like the tools are cool because you can use all these different assets from, uh, I was using stuff from watchdogs. I was like using skyscrapers from watchdogs as the, as the the foundation for the stuff, but the tools aren't really that intuitive, um, in a way that you would want. It feels like the stuff that when little big planet first came out and everyone was like, yo, you can make this and make this and make this. And then you tried to actually use the tools and it didn't feel as smooth. So hmm. I'm wondering what they're going to do with updates throughout the time that it's going to be out to see how they're going to fix those and maybe see if they can tweak some of that stuff to make it a little bit more user friendly. But one really cool thing that they, they actually did was there's a validator in the map, uh, in the editor, which is fantastic, actually. So it tells you when things are broken before you can actually publish it. And it oh, was nice. basically like I had these things where the zip lines were kind of going towards one building to another. And they kept telling me it's like the angle of the the, the zip line is too flat. So you need to figure out how to make it higher so that the angles are right. <laughs> be mad nice. people in the middle just stuck. Yo, you would just be like, you <laughs> would be just and chilling and just like, I can't go nowhere. Can you help man, me? Can somebody should, push they me? Sh- they should make you like do the Pythagorean theorem to figure out the proper angle. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> you know what though? That's, that's going to, that's, that's the, yep. that's the witness, the witness add in. <laughs> how them angles looking them angles looking right yeah kind of sort of um so yeah I, i'm i'm excited to see what happens in that space i have a feeling there's going to be a lot of bad maps in there but the ones that ubisoft have put out have been pretty good so far um but i would love to see if any of the folks in our community makes any make any maps so we can signal boost that stuff check it out and play it together possibly uh maybe get some games together and have everybody in our discord kind of hang out and test them out uh so that'll be fun too um any last bits of uh, Far Cry 5 that you want to talk about before we move on? Uh, I will say that there is a map in the arcade that is a map of nothing but pe- people that look like Fred Durst. What? It's an <laughs> army of Fre- Fred Durst NPCs. Um, I've not had a chance to play it, but I saw it on PC Gamer. And, it's, and like they had some, some a video of it. It's just 
a bunch of Fred Durst with bats. What? Like the like the break stuff uh, era of uh, wow. of that group. So like that's part part of the awesomeness of the game, and I I just want to understate again that like I'm having fun with the game. I'm not saying that if they don't deliver that I'll like hate the game, but I right. will be disappointed, and it won't. It just feels like a lost opportunity, you know. Um, yeah. And I have high standards for my games, and you know I I don't want to give them a pass like well the game plays dope so nothing else matters, you know. Like, yeah. if you go for it, go for it. If you don't, like, stay the fuck away from this content, from this kind of content. Yeah, it feels like you have to go all the way or not go go all go in, at it at all uh, to mess with that. But um, in the in the spirit of Fred Durst, we'll be rolling, rolling, rolling over to the next. Oh, gosh. <laughs> to the next story. Uh, also, anytime I hear that rolling, rolling, rolling song, I think of the um, that uh, version the Undertaker, of Undertaker, baby. Uh, that version of Undertaker, yes, that version the of Undertaker. Undertaker. Yo, yeah, that Undertaker it, is great. Oh my god, I love that version of Undertaker. Also, I'm so sad. Really quick side tangent. I'm really sad that the Undertaker is going to fight again at at, at uh, WrestleMania this year. It is going to be the worst John Cena versus Undertaker fight. Of all time, it's good. I hope he doesn't die in the ring. I pray. I, he's I pray he's literally he die going to die in the ring. Like that's that's the only way he's not going. They're not going to pull him out. They'll probably still pull him out. They'll weaken and Bernie's his ass. He'll literally be <laughs> the dead man no. before oh. before they retire the Undertaker. No, he I is. think I think like they should do what they did when they introduced Kane before you knew it was Kane, and it was like the second Undertaker. Right. And like people were trying to figure out who the real Undertaker was, so just get yeah. another guy that looks somewhat similar. Just have they him come did out. it. They yeah. did. They did it at the freaking so at, at Survivor Series, like in '85 or some shit. That's they already was, had that. They yeah. already had that. That storyline. Anyway, we're not going to do the Russian the, the wrestling discussion. <laughs> the this Russian week. the Russian wrestling st- discussion. Speaking of Russians, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I want to um, slam you. I, I would. I'd <laughs> like to see you try it. Do you not know who I am? Kaka, beware! We'll come out of right. retirement. Um. <laughs> Speaking of folks who may be going into retirement soon, <laughs> we also have really? our friend uh, Ninja, who is I the... choke slam him. Oh my god! So Ninja, if you are not familiar with Ninja, he is currently, I would say, the face of Twitch. Um, it, it has moved, it has shifted white people from Doctor Disrespect to Ninja, <laughs> and he is now the, he is now the uh, the kind of face of Twitch, rocking mostly Fortnite, which he has gotten huge huge from he was in the halo community before uh, as a pro player and now has moved over to Fortnite and has gained a lot of success he's basically the biggest name on uh this platform uh and he got to play with drake uh a couple weeks ago which was the headline of headlines for a lot of people um and it seems like he had his when keeping it real goes wrong moment this week uh, where he had uh, a conversation and started to rap a song uh, from Logic 44 more uh, and added a word uh, which wasn't supposed to get added into that song. And I'm going to play the clip really quick uh, so everybody at home uh, can can hear along. And going and going like the energizer. Yeah, I'm supplying the wood like Elijah. These are going to smoke in the indica, money, money, part of Elijah. They say, they say, life is a bitch and that is the case and I finished the prize here. Woo! So... So I, I think everybody at home can hear it. Um, the interesting part about that whole clip, because um, there's multiple layers that are interesting about this about this clip, was one, if you got a chance to see Nade Shot, who is the person in frame, uh, his face when Ninja, Ninja said nigga was priceless. I, f- I feel like that's a thing that you have to have somewhere. Right. Where you have to basically like frame that fic- that picture. Right. Somebody clip that. Like, yeah, somebody clip his face where he was like, "Oh shit!" Ooh. He he had he had the "oh shit" face. Like, oh, I I ain't with this dude right here. I ain't with him. I'm over there. Um, so so the the interesting part about all that was, um, I wasn't familiar with that song until I actually went to go listen to some more Logic music. Thank you, Charles, uh, from Coins to Continue for Keeping Me Young. Um, But the interesting part is if you read the lyrics to that song, the word nigga is not in that song. (laughs) Right. At all. 
It's like literally not there. It's not in the song at all. Right. So he substituted nigga into the song for the words he didn't know. He ad-libbed nigga. How you ad-lib nigga into a song? There's no way to add just ad-lib nigga into a song for no reason. I know, right? So, okay. Awful. We got we got we got to talk about it cuz it's relevant. Um and, and and I don't think this is going to be a long discussion because we've kind of had this discussion with Dr. Disrespect and we've had this discussion internally on the show about, you know, and we've had this discussion with PewDiePie. We've had this discussion with PewDiePie. We've had this discussion with Too many. Keep, keep rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah. <laughs> um, we might have it with Fred Durst soon. Yeah, Fred Durst yeah. probably said nigga once. Uh, probably yeah he probably did <laughs> but but I, what i want to do is i want to go around go around the table and just and just talk you know give me give me your perspective on this particular incident you know how what are your thoughts on it how are you feeling about this one thing um uh, i'm gonna go with c first how you how you um, feeling about this C? well so man all right so like m- my thoughts are always problematic um because when we when we've had this conversation before I, I said that you know, to to a certain extent, the hip hop community is culpable in in these kinds of things. Except in this case, he added it to a song. It wasn't like he was reciting a song. He <laughs> added it to a song that wasn't like that didn't include it. Right. Um. You know, and and you know, like you know, logic is is every biracial person's hero because he tell he talks about it in every song. Right. But I mean, and he's a he's a dope MC, really dope MC. You know, so don't get me wrong. I'm not throwing shade at logic, but like, man, you've got to know. Like my feelings, my personal feelings about it aside, and you know, I, far be it from anyone to look to me to be the one to give anybody a pass about doing anything. Um, but like when you've got a, a, a platform and a profile as large as he does, mm-hmm. especially in light of the last 10 or 14 days that he's had um, where he's been, you know, he was on NBC financial or whatever the, whatever the fuck they call that show. talk about Right, right, whatever, whatever, whatever the fuck. I don't care. Yeah, I was like, like, I was like, you talking about Wu Tang Financial? Like, yeah, right. It's the Wu. Um, you know, money I mean, the catch, eyes? the catch, the catch, making half a million dollars a month. Right. Um. So, so he's got, he's got literally his entire livelihood riding on the things that he says and the things that he does on this platform. So. You've got to be drunk or not. And I've heard the, the to oh me, God. to me, the the people that have been caping for him, the people that have been coming up with excuses for him are more egregious than him doing it. Now, him saying it um, and doing it, especially in light of the fact that it wasn't part of the song is fucking ridiculous. But the fact that these people have come out and said, oh, he's drunk. And it was a it was a, the best one I heard was. A light N word. Uh, it wasn't even. It wasn't even with the ER. And, you know, like it's it's so ridiculous. Like the 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 amount of verbal and mental gymnastics that people will make will will do in order for in order for them to uh, continue to prop up one of their lily white heroes is amazing. They, I mean, they're like yogis. Like they're able to. Con- I would hate to play Connect Four. Not Connect Four. What's the what's the fucking game? What's the fucking game when you when you when you gotta touch the spot um with your right foot with the yellow twister? Oh right? okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would I would hate to have to play Twister um with, with these sons of bitches. Cause I mean, oh, they are gonna win. They're gonna win. Cause they just come up with the most ridiculous fucking things that they could possibly say. And that probably made me more angry than hearing him say it because you know like it's not i'm not surprised by white people saying nigga i'm just not i'm not i'm not surprised by white people saying nigga i have to somebody said nani in the chat said diet nigga diet nigga yep exactly diet is it like is it like a spray. beer is it all, like miller light all, all, but all, it's the, all the all the nigga tastes <laughs> without the calories oh, oh, without, the, without the nigga feeling. 
Right, without that nigga feeling. Like, you know, so like. Come on. Right. I'm just it, saying, it just, no. It, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't surprise me when white people say nigga. It doesn't surprise me when white people say nigger. Like uh, these are things that just don't shock me anymore. It's like it's like saying, oh, hey, there's some company online that's got all your data and they're going to use it for nefarious means. Of course they fucking are. Right. Like, I mean, what else are they going to do? So if white people have the ability to say it because there are no black people around. There was just a video of the uh, Vatek women's lacrosse team on the bus on the way home oh, yeah. singing some song, some Chris Brown song. And, uh, you know, the song must have, might as well have been called Nigga, 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 because that's all they were saying right. in this video. And they were happy as fucking clams. Right. So, you know, I mean, come on, come on. It's the forbidden fruit. Of course, somebody's going to go ahead and try and bite from it. Yeah. And they're going to, you know, toss it in your face. Like, you know, reef, just dumbass shit, Ninja. <laughs> you're an idiot. Reef, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, yes, people are going to say it. Twitch, I think it's hard for Twitch to do anything about it because if they just blanket ban it, we just said it like 300 times. Right. You know? Right. Um, so I don't know if they could blanket ban curse words and that kind of stuff unless it goes to the level of harassment, right? So I right. think that th- this is how it works. Somebody says something dumb, they get trashed for it, and they have to apologize. My question is, is anything going to happen to his sponsors, to his money, to that kind of stuff? Um, you know, and then I, I saw sort of, sort of, I like heard his apology and he tweeted um, a bunch about it as well, but he says, I promised there was no malintent. I wasn't even trying to say the word. I fumbled lyrics and got tongue-tied. <laughs> and that's what I came... That was my <laughs> default. Like, it's, I mean, that's what PewDiePie said, though. It was like, oh, like, I was just how? using for a placeholder. But I was that's the biggest houseway moment that you can have. It's a really big no. houseway moment. Like, like when Fergie sang the national anthem terribly, she tongue tied it. I'm not expecting that word to be the one that you substitute. Right. Like, right. Like and the rock is red niggas. <laughs> like it's not, it's, 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 I don't understand how that substitution is the substitution that you go to. And it doesn't make any sense. It's like, it's not even a reasonable conclusion to be like, well, that was the one that came to mind when it's not in the song, it's not close to the song. It's Kyle, like I, I'm just so. Kyle, that's 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 where you're wrong. What do you mean? That's where you're wrong because yes, it was it was a reasonable substitution because it's part of his lexicon. Oh these yeah, these are true, things true. right. These are things that he says off cast right. on a regular basis. Oh, of course, of on course. a regular basis, but, but and you know. At, and and the, I, like I have, I have no belief that any anyone in his in his ilk in his circle don't do the exact same thing. Well, here's here's my here's my point about all that because because there were two really good articles that came out, um, I guess around or uh, post uh, apology uh, from Ninja, and excuse me, uh, one was in Rolling Stone, uh, and that was done by. I just want to give people credit where credit is due. Uh, that was done by Brian Crescente, and the okay. other one was done by Patricia Hernandez, uh, I think, over at Kentucky. Oh, yeah, Kentucky. And, yeah. and my my um, my beef with those two articles because they they were fairly nuanced and they were they were pretty good and they they talked about the the, the implication of it and the, and what what it means to the to the the platform and to Ninja and to society in in a certain respect. The thing that I got upset was in both of the in both of the titles of the articles they use the word racial slur and i totally disagree with that part yes yes that i disagree yes with. I, I fundamentally think that, that i think that is an overreach um that was a little bit unnecessary right? right where um i don't think like this going back to the conversation we had about dr disrespect right about like are you racist do you have racist tendencies who gets to determine what that is who gets to have that conversation? The people who are affected, we all know that that's us, right? Right. Um, but I don't think that in the grand scheme, because it's like you have the repeat offenders, you have the people like like PewDiePie is a repeat offender. 
uh, Doctor Disrespect had his own version of racism that that came into play, where he would do his <laughs> do his own little uh, 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 you know mimic mimicking of people's uh, dialects and, and accents and things like that, which again is a thing that is um, out of the ordinary uh, for the stuff that he was doing. But in terms of if you want to be racist, that's an easy racist thing to do. But when it comes to Ninja. This totally feels like, and I've tweeted about this when he went and played with Drake. And I was saying, I am waiting for the moment where he gets too familiar. Mm-hmm. And this is this is one of those you got too familiar moments where it was like, I don't think that this dude is racist. I totally think that he's like, I listen to hip hop music and I right. and I feel close to the culture. Um, I don't know why I can't say this. But it, I don't think that that necessarily makes him uh, racist. I think this is one of those like you you got too close and too familiar with people who gave you license to do this, and then you right. felt comfortable comfortable enough because no one checked you. Well, I don't know here's about, I don't know about yeah, that. I mean, no. I, I think that number one, it could be a racial slur and him not be racist. You know, like I don't think those. I don't think them calling it a racial slur means that he's a i mean i think it is a racial slur it's a slur that you know we've repurposed but i think uh, it's still a slur like i i don't i don't see any problem with them calling it that and i don't think it necessarily means that he's racist because he used this slur once i thought he did something racist but that doesn't mean he's racist like you know what i mean i yeah. i so i so i fundamentally disagree with with your assessment on that reef um because i think the entomology i think the the word nigga you know derived from this from a racial slur um but has but has taken a life of its own it's taken a meaning of its own um but i think what the problem is and and even i'm having an epiphany and kind of coming around on this is the problem with it is when white kids who listen to hip hop and aren't racist, as as I think Kaz said, and I, I totally believe that Ninja isn't racist. He listens to hip hop. He enjoys yeah, the culture. Da, 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 da. Right. right. But the, the problem is that Ninja can listen to hip hop for the next three years. And much like Miley Cyrus during her phase can wake up one morning and say, you know what? Eh, that was fun while I was young. And now I want to be an adult. And I don't want to be looked at as some as some quasi thug or some thug lover. Um, and and he can he can take off the hip hop clothes and just be a regular white kid and and enjoy enjoy his whiteness. And that is something that as as black folks we just don't have the luxury to do right so you know in you know i could i could never use the word and i could live an upstanding life but i will always be classified as the er word as as the actual racial slur in the eyes of some people many people some people i call neighbors um so and and that is that is that is clothing that i can never shed that I will have for the for the remainder of my life. And is it is a thing that that does upset me, even when I say myself, like, hey, we're culpable in in the proliferation of this word that we don't want them to use. Mm-hmm. Um it, and it's it's the fact that they can just eh, you know, like I've got a neighbor two two, you know, a couple of doors down from me who who's just a knucklehead and he you know his his dad is connected but he's driven drunk and crashed into a a cop car and he's done all sorts of crazy stuff and isn't facing any jail time he's got probation and he's listening to hip-hop and doing all this other stuff and five years from now he can cut his hair get clean cut and get an office job and no one you know that that version of him that existed doing all this dumb shit well, well, it'll be like it was a totally different person that never existed. The thing that, and it won't follow him. It won't follow him throughout the rest of his life. The thing that bugs me out constantly when we have these conversations, and, and you touched upon it a little bit before when you talked about it's kind of the um, the forbidden fruit is two things. One, why is it so tempt? Why is it so tantalizing to feel like you can use this word that literally everyone who would be affected by it either in the ER, the hard R version or the N version or the A version 
has asked you so nicely to be like, can you not do that? It's a simple thing. Can you not do that thing? And it's one of those things that people just, it's like so easy for people to want to do that all the time. People don't like to be told what to do. Exactly. And, and, uh, you know, another thing about whiteness, uh, especially in this country is white people have been able to do whatever they want. They get to the front of the line in this country whenever they want. So they've never actually had to deal with something they can't do. Yeah. Um, And and when you tell them that they're like, wait, why? Like, I've never not been able to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Right. So I'm just, you know, so, okay. well, maybe I won't do it in front of you because you've said not to do it. And maybe the reason I won't do it is because of fear of reprisal for doing it in front of you. But you better damn sure make uh, best believe that when I'm not around you, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make up for the times that I wanted to say it around you and couldn't. Yeah, I'm blaming Drake on this, though. I'm I'm blaming mostly Drake. I I feel like I feel like this is an OVO, OVO, parrot, owl thing. That's their whole. That's their whole logo, right? It's a whole nah, pirate. He was, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, doing yeah. this way before Drake. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm was. sure. Yeah, I'm sure. And the funny <laughs> thing is, I am sure. Well, that, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I was gonna say maybe it was the first time he heard a Drake song. Like that was his introduction to hip hop because he's that young. But um, you know, whatever. Well, fuck him. That was damn. I, that, that was harsh. <laughs> that was harsh. I'm not. I'm not in fuck him camp. I don't. I don't. I'm not in that camp where uh, I'm not giving him any passes because it's whack that he did it or felt that he could do it. Um, I'm also not going to throw him into the like Dr. Disrespect PewDiePie uh, uh, boat either. Cause I don't think that that's um, at least from the things that I've seen of his work, it doesn't feel like that is a thing that is a part of that, that mode for him. But this is definitely for me, one of those, like you got real familiar, homie, you need to chill that out. You need to stay in that lane uh, that that you've been in and need to leave that word to the folks who who understand it and understand what the meanings behind it and all those bits. Um, so I, I wonder uh, how this is going to go for him in the future. He has given his apology. Uh, I, I appreciate his apology. I think it was well uh, was well uh, delivered. The tongue tie thing was bullshit. That was stupid right. and that didn't make any damn sense. Um, but I think that depending upon how this maneuvers. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, what um, the game looks like uh, now that he has this other version of him out in the world that people might not necessarily have seen before. Um, So we'll see. We'll see how that plays itself out. Um, We're going to take a quick break um, unless anyone else has anything else to add. I just hope that he learns from this and I hope that other streamers don't say, hey, I can get in the news. I can get some clicks and get in the news if I just start saying this and have people clip it you know i mean so. all he had to do was say ninja right that's all he that's had to my do. Word. <laughs> right, right. he only had to say ninja and he would have been fine all right cool we're gonna take a quick break uh we're gonna take a about two minute ad ad run uh and we'll be right back after this hey spawn on me listeners this is the crew of the optional podcast coming to you each week from new york city where we host a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment our podcast is on a mission to highlight more voices of color and games media we represent those who love the art form but don't fit in with the gamer status quo. So be sure to check us out at theoptionalpodcast.com. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and YouTube. We're not your typical gaming podcast. This is video game commentary for the rest of us. What's good, Internet? This is Austin Walker, a.k.a. Professor Killer, a.k.a. David Foster Flawless, a.k.a. Bars Von Trier. You already know what it is. And since you do, you should also already know that Spawn on Me keeps it real when it comes to games, culture, and holding it down even when the world is on fire. Welcome to Bricago, y'all. Welcome back to the Spawn on Me podcast. This is episode 214 of our show. Again, thank you for everyone for hanging out uh, during our break. Uh, we are super excited to have you all here with us. If you missed our conversation about Ninja in the first part of the show, you missed a good one. Uh, so make sure you check that out uh, if you're listening to us in podcast land. Um, so... Uh, the last story, actually, for this episode, uh, we're going to go back to a oldie but goodie, uh, one that folks have been checking out for a very long time. 
um, a game that um, was one of my one of my loves uh, that turned out to to, to to do me dirty a little bit, <laughs> like all of your loves, like all my loves, <laughs> did, did me a little bit dirty. Uh, no Man's Sky is coming to Xbox, which is going to be pretty funky. Um, they just dropped a quick trailer on all of us this past uh, in the past twenty four hours, actually. Um, uh, it's going to be in, uh, wrapped up with a new free update that they have put out as well. Uh, one of the interesting things that I saw and noticed um, from the video that they shared was besides all the different platforms, PS4, Steam, Xbox One, they also put Tencent uh, as a part of that uh, kind of uh, showreel, um, which is really interesting. Tencent, if you don't know, uh, is a uh, Chinese company, I believe, that is pretty much the biggest gaming company on the planet in terms of reach. They are in mostly mobile spaces. Uh, they're doing a lot of work in the MMO space. Uh, they are almost uh, half of Epic Games, if you, if you didn't know that, uh, as far as in terms of shareholdership. Um, and they are definitely a, a force to be reckoned with. So I wonder what that means for No Man's Sky in terms of is that going to mobile is that a thing where they're going to add some uh, um, not pay to win stuff? Cause there isn't a way to win, but uh, more incentives that are going to cost money. Um, I'm kind of just curious to feel, uh, fill out what you all are thinking about when it comes to no man's sky going to the Xbox uh, reef. What are your thoughts about that? I'm kind of torn about this. Um, I enjoy no man's sky. I think especially the Atlas rises update. They released the last one really did deliver. I feel like on more of a gameplay experience that you know people expected at launch um i still think that obviously it doesn't match the extreme hype that was given to it because no game possible could have matched that especially from such a small studio but i enjoyed it but i also think that the brand is kind of like poisonous at this Mm, point yeah and i don't know how much can how much can be done to resurrect it unless you make an entirely new game. So half of me is like, don't like just start working on the next one. Yeah. Just like not give up on the game, like keep updating it, but you shouldn't need it. I wouldn't say do a major update to this game and a platform like a release. I would say, say, Hey, like we're working on addressing your feedback and the next game is also going to be launching on the Xbox in whatever late 2019 or 2020 or something i think people are willing to wait if it's good and they've definitely gotten a lot of feedback not only on the game itself but on their sort of radio silent communication style that they had um when the game was going through a lot of the doldrums so it's like i'm like cool like yay i'm glad that it's updated for me yeah but in general i don't i don't think this is a good idea yeah Hmm. Um, see, what are your, what are your thoughts? I, I don't want to jump in there because I have I have lots of CFDs. Okay, and also so uh, no man's sky <laughs> thoughts. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, there there definitely are uh, thoughts, and we ha- we had some of those thoughts last week. But um, so no man's sky is set in space. Space is a vacuum. In a vacuum, there is no sound. If a trailer is released for a game set in space and space has no sound does anybody on the fucking xbox even care like it's it's like this game wow (laughs) this game is uh is like like uh, so i know that they came back and they they definitely um fixed a lot of the problems that they had uh early early on with that game um, and and people like yourself and Austin Walker, uh, shout out to Austin, um, went back and played it and had a lot of fun with it. Right. Um, but it, it, I think that the, for the predominance of people, at least at least from from my mind's eye um, and in my mind share, that game is done. Right. That game is broken. It is not something that I, I have. I have zero interest. I had little interest in in visiting it on the PlayStation Four. I have, uh, bef- you know, prior to release, and then I had zero interest in in visiting it after the release and and hearing what people were saying about it. And I have less than that 
now. Um, if if there is if there is a way to have negative interest in a thing <laughs> like 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 we're in we're in the red in in interest in this game, uh, that would be that would be it. Again, uh, like I said, if I want to get lost in space. I've already got a game. I've already got a game. It's called Elite Dangerous, and I fucking love that game. And uh, you know, I'm not going to play this this game that uh, makes you know cast illusions to me being able to play with other people when I can actually go and play a space game with other people. Um, you know, it's it's too little, too late. Uh, unless this game is free to play, I just can't. I can't see it actually making a dent. Uh, on anybody anybody's sales charts on uh, on the Xbox console. So if it comes out on EA Access and you can play it in your subscription, would you would you mess around in it? Uh, or or a Game Pass or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, sorry, uh, yeah, yeah. on a Game Pass of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stubby Stan is an Elite Dangerous stand. Absolutely, I am uh, the stands of all the Elite Dangerous stands. Um, but um. If so in Game Pass, if if my if the investment for me in the game was zero, then then yes, I would at least give it a shot. I would at least download it onto my hard drive and then not play it. Um, so, so, it's so, like, it's like uh, you're spiting the game and she was like, I'm not even going right, to install right. you. I'm just going right. to download it so, and install it. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I, well on Xboxes, once you, once you download the game, the game's installed. It's not, you don't have to go through that two step stupid process like the PlayStation four does, which is dumb. Um, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, so I would download it and, and install it, but I would probably not load the game. Um, you know, because again, this is a game that, that requires a, a serious investment to really start to get anything out of it. Um, and, and, and I just don't foresee myself getting anything out of it. Like I already know what people that did invest time into the game had to say about it. So why would I waste my time doing that? My time is expensive. I'm stubby effing Stan. You know, <laughs> what the hell was that? That was, that was like, you, like, like you, like you, like stomped your internet foot or some shit. He was like, "Yes, that's stand. right." Don't please don't clap, you, please clap. <laughs> Word. Please clap. Um, I, I'm still excited for the fact that this is going to come to Xbox. I feel like they, even though a lot of people poo pooed on it and crapped on it because they had reasonable reasons to to poo poo and crap on it. Um. I still feel like that game and it, it, it's I still feel like that game has worth and it has um the ability to still um um uh, make you happy in ways depending upon the stuff that you like to do. So I'm I'm a huge photo photo mode nerd. Um right. So I you know the now defunct allourskies.com uh that was out there for a bit uh was a testament to that and it feels like <clears throat> Hello Games has done a fantastic job of of sticking with it in terms of, you know, a game that is, for the most part, a lot of people would say is dead. They have continued to push out content for that game that has made that game better. They've continued to put out stuff and, and updates to that game that has made it better than than what it should have been for a game that a lot of people basically said was terrible, right? Um, and I feel like that, if you, if you want to give a developer kudos for... Uh, stick-to-itiveness, you have sure. to at least give them that uh, because sure. they've do- definitely yeah. done they've done well by the people who did buy that game and who continue to deal with that, uh, 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 who continue to stay in that community. Um, if you've read any of the articles that um, Gita Jackson has done over at Kotaku about the ever-changing uh, politics in that game and the, and the way that people have kind of made their own systems to play it, it's still pretty fascinating to, to, to see that that's going to be a thing. Um, I do feel I'm kind of in the in the same pot as Reef where I don't know if they can make a second game now, though. I would right. love to see them make a second sure they game. They, I mean, they Why made not? a lot of money off that game. But I feel like even if you say that you're going to make a no like if you say No Man's Sky 2 is coming out. How like the sentiments that go along with that are not going to be good. Like there's no goodwill in that space for a second game to come out like that in a different way in which division got that that relaunch kind of 
when right. it came out with the second uh, uh, bunch of DLC. Right. When the, the, and, yeah. yeah. And at first when that game was not doing really well, right. it was kind of bad. I don't feel like they'll get that same kind of um, that same kind of grace uh, on the second time around. What, do, what are your thoughts, oh, Reed? I really disagree. I think it happens all the time, man. It's a shitty game happens, everybody slams it, and then a new trailer comes out, and like and and like everybody's like, "Yo, I'm back on." Same thing happened with Watch Underscore Dogs, man. Uh, <laughs> Watch, Watch Underscore Dogs was shit underscore tastic. Right. Uh, and then fun. once I saw that first trailer for Watch Underscore Dogs Underscore Two, uh, oh, shit. I, I was like, "Yo, I'm I'm back in." I I think people do it all the time. Um, people do it with basically every major series has a stinker. Mm. Um, sometimes it's the first game. Sometimes it's the second one. I think if they say, "Yo, this is what we're changing. This is what we heard," and they're transparent about it, it's not hyped up to shit. It's not sixty dollars. Um, I think they could make a lot of changes to get people excited about this. I think the problem with putting this game on the Xbox is, so if you have have an Xbox and you've heard a year and a half of people shitting on this game, right. what is going to make you spend your money on it? Exactly. That's like, my it, point. Yeah. It, it's, 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 they just need to chalk it up and be like, we'll continue to do small updates for people that enjoy it. Mm. but put most of your resources into the next game. And right. I think if it looks dope, but it not only looks dope, like they say, this is what we did wrong and this is what we're going to do right, sure, there'll still be some people th- that never come back. But I think they can get a big enough audience to justify a sequel. If right. they mm. make a sequel, if they make a sequel, they definitely need to change the name to disassociate themselves from um, the the bad uh public image of no man's sky or or the muddied public image of no man's sky um i think that they they definitely need to lean a little bit more edgy um and they should make the new game uh and call it your man's in them sky (laughs) (laughs) everyone's ship starts out looking like a tim yeah, yeah, nah, you can, you know, yeah, exactly. It's like, yo, I got my beef right, and broccoli, yeah, Tim, Tim yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> my spaceship, dead ass. Yep, the space dead, dead ass. ass. That was gonna, that was definitely gonna be my my ship in uh, Sea of right. Thieves, uh, the SS dead ass. Um, but I, I, I do wonder if, I wonder if they can actually, because I, again, like this new update. I don't know what's, what <laughs> it's going to wind up being. I don't know what it's going to wind up having in it. But I'm still, even when they say that they're going to drop a new content pack or something like that, I still get a little bit excited for what they've already done. It still makes me want to at least, uh, you know, you know, spin it up again and look at the new pretty thing that they've done. And it gives me hope in the same way that, you know, when we talked about The Division coming back with a sequel, uh, the thing that we talked about on the show was I was like, well that game had that same conversation around it where it had this really great trailer. Killzone two had that same thing. It had this really great trailer that everyone got really excited about. The game didn't look the same way that the trailer did. It didn't live up to those expectations in a lot of ways. And those games still wind up being fairly good and still uh, pretty interesting and still a lot of fun. Uh, I'm hoping that no man's sky Two, whatever it may be, if they actually do make a sequel, I hope it's not on PS4. I hope it's on the next iteration of the of the hardware so that they can mm. hopefully take into account some of the stuff they weren't able to do um graphically and um technologically and implement that stuff in the next game because I think that team is thinking in ways that you know a lot of a lot of devs are not. I feel like they they took a chance even and they didn't play it safe and I have to give props to people who don't play it safe. I because I, I appreciate that stuff. Work. Uh, any last uh, thoughts? Shout, shout out to to Black Kevin in the chat saying that uh, your man's in them sky. Your uh, your spacesuit is a bubble goose in a fitted hat. Yo, I love Chicago. Yo, shout out to Chicago. If, if I could give yo. awards out. Kevin would have got the award of the night. That's a damn good one, <laughs> and that's actually yeah, a perfect a perfect way to end uh, episode two hundred and fourteen <laughs> of the Spot on Me podcast. 
Oh my goodness. See, well, I can't even tell C to do the social media business because he's laughing so hard. <laughs> All right, I got it. I got it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Dead puppies. Dead puppies. Dead puppies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, social media business is as follows. Uh, on all social media platforms, go to at Spawn on Me. And uh, if you want to follow us individually, you can check our info right there in the bios. It's right there. Uh, SpawnOn.me is the website where you can find this episode and all of our past episodes and get all of the conversations. I know that we've got some new people here. Check through, yo, dig through the crate, son. We got some ill stuff in there. Yo, y'all need to really, really uh, check that stuff out. Uh, you want to send us an email, something more than, was it, 280 characters? Oh, whatever the amount of characters are on Twitter. Who knows what it is anymore? Jesus. Uh, you can send us an email, spawnonmepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to listen to the podcast, go to your favorite podcatcher, Spawn On Me, download that, uh, subscribe, tell your friends. If it's a place where you can rate and review, please do so. Uh, remember, every Thursday, we're here on twitch.tv slash Spawn On Me. You can check us out. Watch us interact with the Twitch chat. They are mad funny. You got to uh, pass a test, tell a joke, and you can join. Um, uh, just joking about that. But come come through. If you want to do even more, you can check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash Spawn On Me for a dollar, a do- as little as a dollar. Help us out. Help our audio quality. Help us get to trips like we're going to E3. Um, and you get two extra shows. You get one extra show a week and uh, an extra political show, the Beltway, Bricago Beltway, once a month. Yep. Word. Uh, and again, everyone, thank you so, so much uh, for hanging out with us this week and every week in podcast land and Twitch land. Uh, we definitely appreciate you spending your time with us. You can be anywhere else on the planet. Uh, you can also be on the SS Namin, uh, but you are definitely with us uh, every week and we definitely love and appreciate you all. Again, Uh, We'll see you all next week. uh, And definitely keep yourself safe out there. Much, much love. Peace. Hey.